The zombie apocalypse has come and gone. Humanity has survived and prospered, but with the virus inside every single human. Centuries into the future, we are at war with an alien race, and they are horrified to learn that we don't stay dead easily. When the first aliens came down, hitchhiking on the meteor of 2039, it looked like that was it for us. Only a few dozen people died in the impact in a sparsely populated area of Eastern Europe. The problem was, they didn't stay dead. The parasites that had been frozen inside that big hunk of interstellar ice and space rock used their remains like vehicles, hijacking the decaying biological systems of their dead bodies and driving them to find fresh hosts to infect so the parasite could continue its life cycle in a home that wasn't falling apart. The parasites spread like wildfire, and pretty soon there were more dead than living in the Eastern Hemisphere. But, the thing was, the infection wasn't subtle. It couldn't sneak up on you. If someone was carrying the bugs, they went crazy and fast, acting just like the dead, even if they were still alive. Slowly, the Western Hemisphere got it contained, and then started to push back into the old world. It wasn't pretty, and it involved a lot of bombs and napalm, but the infection was finally contained. We were just getting back on our feet, and despite the contamination to the environment from years of fighting the dead with everything from white phosphorus shells to low-yield nukes, we were seemingly coming back even stronger than before. In a hundred years we'd come full circle. We were reaching out to the stars again, full of hope. And then the second group of aliens invaded us. Because we humans are just lucky like that. They hit us like a ton of bricks, but not with lasers from the sky. They came down to the surface and started pounding us with weapons not too dissimilar from our own. It was clear they wanted our planet, and so burning it to a crisp was off the menu. Thank God those who survived the horrors of the dead rising to slaughter millions didn't live to see a new terror from the stars descend to kill millions more a couple generations later. But a funny thing happened to our species on its way out of the zombie apocalypse. We picked up some hitchhikers of our own. See, we nuked all those alien parasites that brought the dead back to life as ravenous monsters, along with their undead hosts. We killed them with fire and salted the earth so they'd never grow back, which meant that the only parasites that survived our purge were the ones that, through random mutations, learned to mind their manners. Rather than migrating to the brain, a variant strain of the parasite stayed down in our guts, along with all the other tiny symbiotic life forms every human plays host to and played nice with our bodies, and the nicer they played, the more of their offspring escaped incineration, just as its ancestors once made the bodies of the dead work for a limited time. The new strain of the parasite makes the bodies of the living work better and survive injuries that would once have killed us. We still die, obviously, but most people don't realize that we're a lot harder to kill than the generations of humans who came before us. Just as wolves and man were once bitter enemies, but man and dog are best friends. We've likewise made evolutionary peace with the parasite that was almost the end of our species. Virtually everyone carries it. Its eggs and larvae passed harmlessly from person to person via a thousand different kinds of casual contact common to human beings. Like most of the general public, the invaders, the second species from the stars that has tried to consume us, still don't realize that they're really fighting not one race but two working together, both of which have a history of defying death to survive. But they will, after today. 
My name is Captain Brian A. Cortez of the USNA Armed Forces. It is my solemn duty to report that all five divisions in Region 1, after holding bravely against an overwhelming enemy offensive for 98 days, have now been lost. I, along with a few currently surviving members of my own division, have reached our fallback position, codenamed Lazarus Base. Most of us are already severely injured. Personally, I doubt that my parasites will be able to hold me together for much longer. We've accepted our fate. We are preparing to deploy the Lazarus Contingency. A chemical weapon designed by USNA military intelligence will be dispersed throughout enemy-controlled territories. This substance has been designed to cause the dormant parasites in all military and civilian cadavers to revert to their ancestral form. Subsequent offspring of these parasites will retain the genetic mutation that makes them harmless. And it has been determined that those presently hosting the harmless parasite will be immune to the effects of the chemically altered parasite. The dogs, it seems, are more than capable of repelling the wolves. I've been informed that the enemy has located Lazarus Base, but I've already given the final order. They will arrive too late. We are about to die. We are about to rejoin the fight. I can't help but recall the final lines of that famous poem by John Dryden. The dead shall live, the living die, and music shall untune the sky. So may it be. Goodbye and Godspeed. The final transmission from Captain Brian A. Cortez, July 6, 2160, on the eve of VET Day at the end of the Second Interstellar War.